Hello and welcome back to the Just Tubes podcast. Hopefully you guys didn't forget about us after our accidental one week break. Um, me and Jacob are both quite busy people at this moment in time with basketball, college basketball getting heated up. Uh, both have practices and Jacob has some scouts to do, all this stuff. So we both got very busy in this last week and also the addition of watching NBA games every night. Um Kind of threw a wrench in our schedule, so we really didn't have time to meet up last week. Uh, we're going to do a game breakdown of one of the – basically the first day of games. But we could talk about that and a lot more now since there was a block, block, block blockbuster trade last night, late last night, uh, something that me and Jacob both woke up to this morning because we were both not up at 2.30 in the morning on the East Coast. Um, but – before we get into all the goodies we have for us today, how are you doing, Jacob? I'm good. Uh, just as you said, life's getting a little bit busier. Uh, we tip off on Monday with our first official game. Um, when's your first official game? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. So we're both we're mm-hmm. both coming up. Um, yeah, but life's been picking up. Uh, I think we'll still be able to do this weekly. Um, mm-hmm. so last week was kind of just accidental on top of like, at the end of the day, how much were we going to be able to talk about if we didn't do a game breakdown? And I know Josh couldn't catch that first night with a scrimmage. I believe so. Right. Mm-hmm. So I watched the Suns game. But so the, yeah, well, I, I ended up watching the first one, but I did not. It would have been, it would have been tough. Would have been tough yeah. to get done last week. Um, so we're going to be pretty flexible as this year goes, if you haven't noticed yet with the YouTube, but, um, when we're here, we're going to make it fun and high quality, but how are you doing, Josh? Oh, lovely. Quite tired, but we're doing good. We're kicking. Yeah. I've been depressed. I've been deprived for a week and a week now. I thought I was going to get Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant a week ago today. And guess what? Do they play today? I got a dabble of Devin Booker, which was a great dabble, but they played tonight, yes, against the Spurs. All three are are playing. No, 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 no. Just KD. Spurs might win that. Spurs have been looking good. Spurs are not going to win. Spurs have been looking good. Do you? Okay. We're going to get to it. It, We'll we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. I got a lot of. Let's talk about Harden first. We got to talk about Harden first. Okay, so let's get this done with. Late last night, I I don't have much to say about it. So late <laughs> last night, um, we had, like I said earlier, the blockbuster trade of James Harden going to the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, do you have the trade up? Or... Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um. So enough. Actually, I have it right here, Jacob. Harden so, was traded. To the Clippers for Harden and PJ Tucker for Marcus Mm -hmm. Morris, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, KJ Martin, 26 and 28 first rounders, two second rounders, and a pick swap. Yeah. Is that good? That's perfect, actually. Um, Would you like to talk about this first? Um, all right. First, uh, I'm kind of happy for Philly. They've been playing a fun brand of basketball, and I think Harden will have ruined it. 
Um, I don't think Harden's a Nick Nurse guy also. So for the sake of Philly, I'm kind of happy it happened. I think Robert Covington and KJ Martin will be big time for them in terms of being like Nick Nurse guys. Um, wish Danny Green could have stayed a sixer, but he was cut due to the trade. Um, in terms of Harden and the Clippers, um, he did have a really good year last year. Like, let's not discount what he did. 1.446 point per possession plus assists last year. In pick and rolls plus passes, 1.072 point per possession on 47.7 field goal percentage and 56% effective field goal percentage. He was plus nearly five in efficiency differential with over five being a plus five offensively. And then he shot 38% from three. Um, so being that pick and roll threat for the Clippers, while also if he buys in enough to what they're doing, um, off ball threat in terms of playing off of movement, cutting and making Kawhi and PG as good as possible. Uh, at the end of the day, I think if he's healthy, it gives them just the ability to go a night without one of Kawhi or PG and still stay afloat. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, how they play and all, but I think Ty Lue is good enough to get the job done. Um, he's one of the best in the league. So, yeah, but um, it's just that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, I said that I, I thought I said it on the podcast, but we didn't do a podcast last week. Um, that Philly, like I, I was saying last week, how Philly looked really good without uh, Harden. So I feel like I felt like if they kind of just they didn't need a big return for Harden uh, to the Clippers. I, I was saying Terrence Mann, but apparently they didn't want to give him up uh, the Clippers, that is. And, but I still like this return for Philly. It gives them some really good depth, solid role players. Um, and also, they now, Bill Simmons tweeted this earlier today that they have over $100 million in expiring contracts. So they have a lot of wiggle room when the trade deadline comes along. And now those two, uh, two draft, first round draft picks that they got along with James or along with the role players for James Harden. So there'll be a team to watch later on in the season, making moves for guys that possibly uh, become available. Um, and then for the Clippers, theoretically on paper, they get better, uh, but I don't know by how much I think their offense is going to be extremely fun. Harden's going to set up these guys really well. Uh, and you also need to watch out for Harden. But at the same time, I don't know how much more. I mean, he is def. You need you need to respect him more than Russell Westbrook. But at the same time, is he going to really provide much more of a boost offensively for you than Russell Westbrook? His shooting ability will, um, and then he's worse defensively than Russell Westbrook. So. I don't know how much better the Clippers get. It's going to be interesting to watch, interesting to see them gel. Uh, I don't know your thoughts on that. Like That's kind of just my perspective. Um, Like what I said, I just think that it's more about 
having more like talent on the floor if somebody's out. Like I think yeah. that, that at the end of the day is what it's about, not necessarily winning more game. Like when it, like the mesh with Westbrook. Is, it's and, a move. It's a move that you make to win more games. You go out and get also a big time basketball player for that goal to become more of a championship team. I'm I'm saying that it gives them more stability and yeah, just allows it does. them to, yeah. to float. Yeah. But in high, like it also could be a more unstable environment now. It could unstable. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) It will be quite interesting. Do you know when he's going to be able to start playing? Probably in like a week. He probably needs to get ramped up. Yeah, because he didn't. No training camp, and yeah. Um, for the Philly side of things, they have a top seven offense right now. Uh, they're one of the best playmaking defenses. They're doing Nick Nurse things. Um, so keep keep locked in. Uh, Maxie's gonna be. Big time. He is. He already he's is. been one of the one of the best players so far in the first few games. MIP baby. MIP season inbound. Um but uh yeah, it's gonna be I think Philly's gonna actually be really good. Like a lot of questions were around Philly because of Harden, but now that and the new coach, but like Nick Nurse has proven that he's doing his thing and along with that, uh like they got guys stepping up and they should be your boy Kelly Oubre has been oh very God. good for them. He has been very good. He's blowing kisses left and right. Um small, small sample size, but very good for the Philadelphia Sixers. One of his best games of his career in that first game. Yeah. Uh that was a fun one. That, that was, was a, a really game. fun game. Milwaukee Philly. Mm-hmm. That was a good game. That was a good one. Uh, but with that being said, let's transition into the topic for today. The overreaction, underreaction. Yeah, that that me and, that's the verbiage. Me and Jacob, me and Jacob compiled three different things each um, that we are going to put out there. Uh, I feel like we're going to end up having the same thing. Um. But I already kind of alluded towards this. But I'm going to go first. Okay? Okay. So far, over three games, the number one defensive rating in the NBA is the Orlando Magic. Orlando! Who is number two with a three-point lead on number three and only one one point behind the Orlando Magic? The Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. Who people thought we're not going to be good defensively. They're locked in. I don't think, I think this is something that could be sustained. It's. Well, all right. I'll just, can I throw this at you real quick? Do you think it's the same if Beal and Book play 30 plus minutes a game? Because you're taking a Kogi. If Book plays, yes. You're taking taking a Kogi or a Goodwin off the floor. They've been the head of the snake with this whole thing. No, you don't. You take off uh, Eric. Uh, Eric so your line, your lineup is going to be Booker, Okogie, Goodwin, Beal, and Durant. No, no, no. You take well, you would end up taking Okogie would stay. You would take off Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon. Okay. But you have those guys coming off the bench now. 
Your yeah. bench minutes have been the worst part with Goodwin, Yuda, Nas Little. Those guys will get the boot. It'll be Goodwin. Off the bench, it'll be Goodwin. Jason Allen, Gordon. Um, one of the big three. And then uh, Eubanks. So is your question, is this over? Is this sustainable? Um, I think they'll have a top eight defense. You think they'll be in the top 10? And then 10. their offensive rating right now is 17, I believe. Yes, 17. That could only get better. So I... Yeah. I do think that just like, it's Frank Vogel. Like it, he... Frank Vogel knows what he's doing. And they have a lot of Frank Vogel guys too. And they have the Kogis, the Goodwins, the Eubanks, the Nas Littles. Like those guys are wired to be good defensive players. Um, I think the only thing that scares me is that are you going to be able to get a consistent effort defensively from Nurkic and when Beal? Like, when all those guys are together, are they going to be defensively focused or is the, like, mindset going to shift? You know what I mean? Because right now it's, like, literally, like, we need to guard to win games. We don't have our guys. We need to guard. And they're doing an elite job. Not as elite as the Orlando Magic. But. What's up? No, I get get Orlando. I really – I think Orlando could keep that up just because they have everything they need to keep that. Did you watch any of that Laker game? I watched some of it. I fell asleep. Absolute after the first quarter. clamps, clamps. They have the length and athleticism. Uh, Jonathan Isaacs looked amazing defensively. Offensively, it's Franz. Man, Franz has looked good. Paolo's looked pretty solid. Wendell Carter's looked good. Wendell's um, look good. The bench scares they, me, but that's definitely sustainable. Um, but. I think I think the Suns is a sustainable top five, not top two. Top ten. Top five. I really like their defense. You know the best Booker's defense gonna... on film so far, in my what? opinion? Denver. They have looked pretty good. They just look connected. Like that's they look, what they look so their, connected. Their chemistry is better than everybody else's. They look so connected. <laughs> it's not even close. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like their Warriors have had a good defensive start too. They're solid. They're top. They're sixth right now, defensive rating. Like visually, because you can't really go by numbers. Yeah. Like right now, like the number. I think like film wise, for who they have too, like especially like Draymond came back for their last game, two games. Yeah. Uh, they've played four. Ah, uh, he didn't only miss two. Did he only miss two? Mm-hmm. Or three was he? Be- no, because was he back for the Rockets game? I didn't watch that. Yeah, one. he was back for the Rockets. But yeah, you missed teams too. Um, I don't know. I think that they've looked pretty solid on paper for being so undersized. Yeah. Um. But all right, to go back to the question, I think that they're going to be a top ten defense. Very small sample size, but I do think like with everyone back, they'll still be in the top ten. Okay. Overreaction, underreaction. The Dallas Mavericks are three and zero for the first time since two thousand four. Um, 
what what do you think we okay. got? Like, are they gonna, are they gonna be back in the Western Conference Finals? Um, I was talking, I was talking about this with my friend who is a Mavs fan. They are sixth in pace right now, which is why I think they're winning. You know who who's doing that? Luca, Kyrie. No, 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 no. Luca's still Luka's doing Luca thing. You Luka's watched Luca last night against floor. Memphis without Kyrie on the floor. Luca mm-hmm. slowed the pace right down. Kyrie is the pace changer. He is. Luca's Luca's incredible though. Like Luca is starting off on an MVP level. That's what I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, that was gonna be one of mine. I'll change it now since we're already talking about Dallas. But is Luca gonna be the MVP? (laughs) It's him or Jokic. It's him. He's averaging. He's averaging a thirty-nine point triple double in their first three games. Yeah. He's, just, he's been he's been other there's that one-handed floater three-pointer at the end oh, of the it was like a hook shot over a double team <laughs> like i know that that's like kind of a lucky shot but at the end of the day how many people have the touch and skill to yeah. make that shot in that situation not many so wild yeah no it was that was pretty imp- very impressive uh but to talk about Dallas themselves, I think that the offense has been just flowing. And they kind of changed it up a little bit. Like, it's less of a set offense. Now it's like we're kind yeah. of just trying to create uh, advantages to touch paint and play. Like, yeah, there's going to be times where they want the advantage to be a switch and it'll slow down. But it's a lot more downhill, which I like. It's less yeah, then, like we're trying to get the exit, trying to get a lob. It's more like we're going. Mm-hmm. And then Derek Lively playing like the, playing one of the well. best, one of the top three rookies in the NBA is helping a lot too. Yes. So, yes. Um, and they really and haven't been them, shooting it well. Hmm? They haven't been shooting like, like the well, role Luka, players. Luca's been shooting crazy. The Luka's role players like have 55% been. from three. So, oh no, it's a team they're shooting 40%. Yeah, that's what um, I felt. I feel, well, that's the majority of that's Luca because Luca puts up most of their three. As a team, they're shooting 42 or 43.3, excuse me, threes per game, making 17.7. That's insane. That's pretty efficient. They just had, yeah, against oh the Grizzlies, word. they had... 43 20. attempts. The Kings are leading with 46 attempts. Wow. I I hate college basketball. Um, <laughs> I, 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 was talking, I was talking about that with my team the other day. I was like, NBA is so much better than college. Like, if you watch the NBA, it's just better product. And they were all like, no, no. I mean, I guess if you like iso ball and like teams run actions like there's a ton of actions if you actually watch it you don't know ball if you think college basketball is better that's, that's my yeah. opinion you're more in it for the emotion you're more in it for the popcorn you're more in it for the feel-good stuff if you love ball the nba the euro league are the best ways to go and the nbl shout out down under Yeah, those are the top three. Those are the top three. Yeah, to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent, yes, I completely agree. But, um, 
All right. My what next your, one. Your, my next one. This is kind of a joke. This is kind of a joke. I'll take it. Overreaction, underreaction. Or what? what's what's the phrasing? Yeah, we'll say that. Um, There's no real phrasing for it. The courts for the oh my <laughs> season God. tournament. The jersey's already bad enough. Now they're going to yeah, put the out full colored just... courts. Did you see the Pelicans one? That the is court? going to kill your eyeball. <laughs> the Pelican one, it's like navy blue stripped down the middle. Their their logo is bright green. And then the outer thirds are um they're like it's like a like a teal. <laughs> it is disgusting. The Suns one's gonna hurt my eyeballs. The purple. I'm hoping it's I, not as bright. I saw I saw like a realistic uh like model of what it's gonna look like and it wasn't that bad. But it's still gonna like the Lakers one's yellow. That's gonna be horrible. Yeah, uh, I I just think that the lines are gonna be hard to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted to do the the cup trophy in the middle, just make them like the old NBA Finals courts. I hope the finals goes back to that. Now that they're doing this with this in season tournament, the finals was, courts used to be dope. Uh huh. Used to set the scene too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah no those are the NBA needs to tighten up with that stuff. It, like, do you posted that video of the the heat jersey? No, nah, it was cool. just a hype video. That was a dope video. video I think the shorts are nice. The jerseys that I don't like the shorts either. They look like practice shorts, or like but an AU team shorts. I like them though. I would buy them. That's the whole point. That's the whole point, man. It's a business. You should know this. You're the guy that wants to be in the front office. There, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but all right, next yes. real one. You're up. Okay. Um, what was my next one? Oh, uh, you took my Luca one. Um, dang it. Oh, uh, are the. Detroit Pistons, or okay, I'll phrase it like a statement. I'll phrase it as a statement, and then we'll discuss. Are the Detroit or the Detroit Pistons are this year's Sacramento Kings? Overreaction or underreaction? Actually, you well, like you think that? I I think they could be. They look good. Have you watched them? I I've dabbled. I haven't like watched the whole game. They look like that. To you, they look pretty good. To me, to they, me, they, they look they like everybody's kind of rolling a little. That's Duren, why Duren's been good. awesome. I watched all Duren clips. I was gonna say he's Duren most improved player. He's been it's, insane. It's only tough because he's a second year guy. He's just he's looked so good. And they, they don't like giving that award to second year guys. He looks great though. He really does. They have the third. Def- uh, offensive rating or the third oh, 13th offensive rating and the 10th defensive rating so they're kind of middle of the pack and all of that but like they like Cade looks amazing I like I actually I when I first saw it I didn't think I would like it but I really like uh, Killian Hayes starting with that starting five it's an interesting lineup it's it's interesting but it works I'm like, surprised Jaden Ivey isn't like upset. I, I like him off the bench more with it when Bogdanovich comes back. 
I like that's that. a thing too. They're only going to get better. He's facil- he he can facilitate for that lineup. Yeah, better than Killian Hayes. They are only going to get better. That's... And then the the Thompson twins look pretty solid. Like he hasn't been amazing, but he's he's holding his own. Like he's like he's not a negative. Yeah. So and then you got Duran, who's looking like a All NBA third team candidate. <laughs> I think I wouldn't say that they're going to be the Kings. Like I don't think that they're going to have home court in the playoffs. There's no. Do you way think they could be? Do you or do you think they're closer to the Utah Jazz? They're closer year? to the Jazz. Like I think that they'll surprise people, realize that they're better than they thought they'd be, and probably pull the plug. Now my my candidate for for the Jazz this year, um. Was it has to be or, or for the Jazz pull like pulling the plug or just being better, like being really good to start the year and then kind of faltering. Um, because I was thinking about that, or I was gonna say the Jazz for somebody else. Uh, dang it, I can't remember. I, it wasn't Indiana. I think it was honestly. I was gonna say Toronto because I know people are saying they. I haven't watched them. They That's actually look they good. Look, they look good, but they're one and three, so I really can't say that. They look so. good. They do. I've watched two games. Chicago, Chicago's gonna be good, man. Chicago's gonna be good too. But I, uh, I, I liked, I liked their how they ended that game yesterday against uh, who they play the Pacers. They, they, they actually executed late in the game. Billy, Billy figured out the offense. Billy figured mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, they're, they're gonna have like, a top defensive group. They know how to do it. They they look pretty. They they've looked solid so far. I just can't get behind the Bulls. I can't do it. It's it's tough. It is tough too. But then you watch them play, and you're like, dang, like they got they got it going. They like no like they have a formula together right now. They could last, and there's so much optionality out of it. Like. When I texted you about the preseason game, I ha- I was optimistic, all because they ran a middle ball screen set. They created three flat with an exit cut option or filling out to the weak side to have two behind, or he stayed on the porch, or it turned into a Spain. Like just what they were doing with that was so like simple but creative and random that I was like, dang, like they figured something out offensively. So it might be a little scary hours, but yeah. it is early. So I'm not going to say that. I, I do think that you have a point with the Jazz and the Raptors, but my only pushback on that would be is that they have Siakam, who is more proven than Laurie ever was, and Scotty, who is probably like – like they just have more that people know yeah. than the Jazz did last year. Um, I would say that they look good, but I also don't think that they're better than any of the top eight. I still wouldn't put them in my top eight, the Raptors. So maybe that is a good candidate. Like they're playing better. They're going to be more competitive than expected. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to go with your third one? Because I still have to figure out my third one. Uh, My third one is going to be with the – it's more of a general statement. Okay. Okay. So 
the top three. It was what we asked on Twitter yesterday. After a week, who do you feel best about? Denver, Boston. I forget the third team I put in the tweet. Um, But we'll say we talked about the Mavs already, but the three undefeated teams. We'll say Denver, Boston, Dallas, or other. I would say that Denver and Boston are playing in the – or I said Milwaukee. Milwaukee was the other team. Um, Out of those four, who do you think has the best odds of winning a championship? Done defeated. Or, or other? Um, we'll leave out the other right now. I Why would are we say leave out the other. I'm saying out of the undefeated teams, the three undefeated teams. Okay. Who has the best odds of winning a championship? Oh well, I can tell you the worst odds is the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Boston's looked. Have you watched a lot of Boston Denver? I haven't watched a lot of Boston as much Boston as I watched Denver. I watched two Denver games. I think I watched one of their Boston's first game, which they really didn't. Watch. The Heat game. I mean, no, no, no. I watched the Bucks' first game. Who did I watch Boston against? They. they I didn't watch them play my Washington game. last night. I did not watch Washington. Their first game then. Who they play? The the Heat last Thursday. That was their first game. Or Friday? No. What was, what was their first game? game? Dang it, I can't no, remember who I watched was. Them It was ESPN night. Did they play the Knicks? Oh, they did play the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks. Oh, that's the one that's when I watched. On um, Wednesday, and then they had Miami Friday. And they have the potential of being the best offensive team in the we've seen in a long time. Um like they're just they they Porzingis is the perfect fit for them. But I think Boston's a perfect fit for Porzingis too to be the best player he could be uh, in the NBA now. Missoula Ball. Uh, Derek White's looked very, very good. Uh, I love Drew. Drew Holiday is one of my favorite players. And, like, they've looked very good. But Denver's early – we already talked about it a little bit, their connect, connectivity. Um, like, it's just – it's next level. Uh, Watching Denver – I just feel like that is a team that is out for blood while also like they have such a sense of who they are as individuals and how to play together that like I don't think we've seen since the Warriors with 73 wins. Yeah. They're like this like, level they're... of just like wherewithal and know-how is just it can win them a lot of games this regular season. I know we keep saying, like, we kept saying in the preseason, like, the West is loaded. Like, it's going to be really tough to win over 55 games. But this level of, like, connection on top of, like, they're they're going to try to win. Like, they're so competitive. Like, uber competitiveness on top of connectivity is just a recipe for success. So, I would pick Denver to win it all right That's, now. That's – I was going to say Denver also. Um, it's out very of that close bunch. Between them and out of Boston. that bunch. For me, it's very close between them and Boston. Uh, I just haven't watched enough Boston so far, so it could be – Boston's really bit. good. Yeah. That's, They're special. Um, but Denver's, like, their chemistry, everybody's – you don't see very often a team winning their first 
franchise, like a big championship, like their first franchise championship and come back the next year and be as connected, as bought into those roles as they were the previous year. So it's pretty scary for the rest of the league to see that so far in their first four games. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say Denver also. Um, my last one. I don't want to. I don't want to leave on a stinker. I have. I have one. But that's that's something we could have talked about previously. It's not something new. Just throw throw it out there. I was gonna say is Shea Gilgis Alexander the the best per, best player at drawing fouls that we've seen since. Uh, prime Harden. Probably. That's like, see, that's okay. The Memphis Grizzlies are not going to make the playoffs. Over reaction or under reaction? It might just be valid. <laughs> I think I don't think it's an overreaction. I because th- their their offense last, even looking back to last year when Jaw was playing without Stephen Adams. Was not nearly as good when Stephen Adams. Isn't it Steven wild Adams, how much he means to them? He's their he's their Draymond offensively. Like he's their anchor. He's the one that controls everything. They're starting. I mean, they they did make a little comeback against the the Mavs yesterday with the Mavs making. It came defensively. It did come defensively, but the Mavs already made twenty two threes before that. It should have been a game that was already over. But. They fought back. They got their fight. I mean, mm-hmm. they did. They were missing a lot of players. They had a lot of, not including Stephen Adams and Jaw. They were missing a few other guys. So, I don't. I don't think it's an overreaction. I think that they could very, especially in the West this year. It's it's, it's going to be tough out there. The very and you're starting own four. That's not a very. very that's not a good start. thing. No. <laughs> and to like, um, there's just something like missing with them. Like last year, it's like yeah, you know, like well, it's diff. Like it's even more extreme this year. Like, Without job, it's like every there's like a level of disconnect and like a level of like still trying to figure stuff out, even though the core's been there, which is interesting to me. Well, last year without Jaw, you still had Tyus Jones, who knew the system. He could He's one of these a very very good backup point guard in the NBA. Uh, and now you you bring in uh, Marcus Smart, who's Marcus. now, who is new, doesn't really know that well. That's where somebody like Stephen Adams would like. I feel like if Stephen Adams was there, they'd be two and two. Yeah. I don't think they'd win all four, but they'd probably they wouldn't have beat Dallas last night. But it may be one and three, two and two. I don't know, but they they would look a lot better with. Somebody like Stephen Adams. So I don't think it's a reaction at all. No, that was actually going to be my last one. Um, let's go with: Are the Bucks on pace to have their best offense in franchise history? Franchise history. That's a tough one. I and with that being said, they're eleventh in offensive rating right now, so it's more That's of a what, film thing. They have not looked. I mean, in their three oh, games, you don't think the guys, offenses look good. In the Philly game, it looked horrible. Late, Late game. game, it looked pretty good. But throughout, it they was still put good. up one hundred like thirty. 
It wasn't that much, was it? Yeah. The only game that they put up a dud was when they lost. That game was really bad. That was bad. It was bad. But we also said that it was going to look like this early. So, um, I think that's an overreaction. Okay. I really do like that double high. Setting it at the, like, logo? Yeah. Because what do you, like, like you pick, pick your poison. Like, it's like, because they're after, actually leveraging. 118, sorry. 118. They scored 118 Against on Philly. Philly. I thought it was a, oh. What was their highest scoring game? Uh, probably their last one uh, against Miami. One twenty some. Yeah, one twenty two. One twenty two. I just think that I've never seen a Bucks team with Giannis like this core score so easily in the half court like they did in Philly and like they did against Miami. And like they did against the game in the middle. What was the game in the middle? There was two games in the middle. The, the Hawks. The Hawks. No, they, they no, 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 they got whooped. They, they looked bad against the Hawks. Yeah. They're oh, two they're 2-1. 2-1. One. One. So, Philly and Miami, I think that they showed that they could be one of the most efficient half-court offenses. And when they get out and run, you're not stopping Giannis on the break. And they have uh, – Malik Beasley's looked good overall. Pat Connaughton's been shooting it well. So it's like you got spacing. You have Giannis as a paint presence and just a guy getting downhill. Dame opens up the half court for you. And I think Adrian Griffin put in a really nice offense in general. So I think they have the tools to be probably one of the best offenses in the NBA this year. And franchise history-wise, if they're one, of, if they're in the top five this year, they'll have probably the franchise leading offensive rating. Are they going to be top five, though? Because I think Phoenix is going to be... Phoenix? Phoenix and Boston Denver. are going to be one, two. Phoenix, Denver's Denver, Boston. Sacramento. They haven't looked great. I'm not going to lie. They haven't looked bad, though. They haven't looked bad. Haven't looked great. I think the one offensive rating-wise that I think we all need to keep an eye on is the thunder. I think that they're, they, it's beautiful. And Atlanta, Atlanta, Quinn. Oh, you want to, you want a film study? Quinn's five out stuff, putting the big at the slaughter 45 to start possessions, allowing guard to guard action or hit the big on like high on the floor. They're wide. Like the amount of like flexibility within that, the quick hitters, uh, Coach Bardo was texting me about watching the Hawks, and I watched the whole Milwaukee game. I watched uh, last night their comeback against Minnesota. Um, it was phenomenal offense. Their spacing, their pace. That all right? Maybe not. It's gonna be tough to be top five. It is. It's gonna be tough. But I just thought it was a good question because of how good the half court offense looked. Yeah, no, there's a lot of teams, though, that are going to have franchise record offensive ratings. It's going to just keep going. Every year it's a record-breaking yeah. record breaking yeah. year offensively. Yeah. But um, you got anything else? 
Can we talk about Devin Booker's opening night performance? It was really good. On a bum foot? He, uh, that stretch in the fourth quarter to, uh, after he almost sold the game, turning the ball over two straight times. That's where he hurt his foot, though, again. Really? That's why he's out. He, uh, like, twisted his ankle. Like, someone, like, Sun's Twitter found the play. Shout out, Sun's Twitter. Uh, but his second turnover, he slipped. They called a walk. But when he slipped, oh, okay. He it was the ankle. one, it was the walk. Yeah. But no, I don't have anything else. I just wanted to bring up Devin Booker. Um, but with that being said, I hope you guys are enjoying the NBA season. Uh, we're releasing this on Wednesday, November 1st. Winter is coming. Basketball season is upon all of us. Oh my gosh, no, winter is here. Oh my lord, it's, it's like 30 it's a cold degrees one outside. Out. It is a cold one out, folks. But um, you guys hopefully enjoyed this episode of the Just Hoops podcast. For more content, make sure to find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We're going to try to get more active as we can. And with YouTube, make sure to subscribe, watch previous videos, and stay tuned for the upcoming content. But with all that being said, peace.